Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. We are picking up with day five of our Better Decisions, Fewer Regrets devotional. In the Bible app, there's a link to that in the description of the podcast if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, and then Tori's going to pick it with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Matthew chapter 7, verse 12, and it says this. Do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the law and the prophets. The devotional says, What does love require of me? This clarifying but terrifying question should stand guard over our conscience. It should serve as a guide, signpost, and compass as we navigate the unavoidable complexities inherent in every relationship. It should inform how we date, parent, boss, manage, and coach. It should form a perimeter around what we say and do in our roles as spouses, coworkers, and neighbors. This question gives voice to God's will for us on issues where the Bible, as well as other religious lit- literature, is silent. It fills the gaps with disquieting precision. It succeeds where coordinates fail. It squashes the insipid justification, but the Bible doesn't say there's anything wrong with fill in the blank. It closes loopholes. It exposes hypocrisy. It stands as judge and jury. It's so simple, but it's so inescapably demanding. Our final question, fueled and informed by Jesus, as I have loved you command, intersects with every imaginable relational scenario. We are all tempted at times to ask or wonder how little we can get by with relationally. The very thing we don't want the person on the other side of us to consider. This question calls us to account. When presenting this concept publicly, I often ask the audience to commit the following to memory. When unsure of what to say or do, Ask what love requires of you. We don't need chapter and verse. We have something better. Namely, Jesus' new, all-encompassing, inescapably simple command. We are to do unto others as our Heavenly Father, through Christ, has done unto us. He did what was best for us. And we, in turn, are to do what's best for others even when less than what's best is embraced as accepted by others. Love. Love fills the gaps. Love reduces the friction created by our limited insight, knowledge, and judgment-inhibiting experiences. There is much I don't know. There are things I'll never understand. But my ignorance does not impede my capacity to put others first. So while I'm not always sure what to believe, and while my views on a variety of things continue to mature and change, I almost always know what love requires of me. And I bet you do too. Yeah, I think this is really similar to what we talked about the other day. And I think the author just used a lot of really big and colorful language to explain it. But it's basically, 
if we truly believe that God is not the God of confusion, mm-hmm. but the Bible doesn't speak specifically to certain situations, right. how do we know what to do in those situations? Like right. for example, the Bible doesn't explicitly talk about dating. Mm-hmm. However, the Bible does talk about love and it does talk about different things in terms of what we should abstain from. Right. And so if we know what's really important versus just say a quote unquote set of rules, but we know that we need to love and serve one another instead of just constantly just trying to receive love and receive service from other people, Mm -hmm. then we're going to approach things that maybe we, we claim is a gray area when it's really not gray. Yeah. It's just, it's just not explicitly talked about in the Bible. And I think that's what the author was pointing out that we need to make sure that whenever we're making decisions to have fewer regrets, Mm -hmm. we're not just saying, Oh, well, this is the rule book and this is what I'm supposed to do. Right. When everything boils down to is, right. am I being led by love in this? Yeah. <clears throat> and we can't confuse love for lust, by the way. I want to, yeah. I want to get that clear, totally. but there's, there's the, the purpose behind the rules is love. Right. No, it's, it's kind of, it goes back to that question that you brought up dating. Uh, we talk about this a lot over on YouTube, but so many people ask us when dating, like, okay, well, where is the line? Because the Bible doesn't specifically say where the line is. Like how far can I quote unquote go with my significant other? And you know, it's still be okay. Right. And it's like, we're asking the wrong question. The question should be, how can we best glorify God in all of our actions? How can we run away from that line in order to love that person better? Because I think the world will say, oh, well, you show love by doing X, Y, and Z. And the Bible, when you really understand it, is saying, no, no, it's actually not loving to do that outside of the context of marriage, etc." And so I think it's like getting back to the root of what is scripture really trying to say to us? And are we asking the right questions or are we trying to use the gaps to actually justify less than righteous behavior? Absolutely. And I don't know if this is a good analogy or not because I was just thinking about it, but it makes me feel like as we try to tiptoe closer to the line without crossing it, Mm -hmm. it's like the difference between throwing a big rock at a window and it shattering or throwing a small rock at a window and it not shattering where a lot of people will be like, oh, well, no harm, no foul. The window didn't break. Well, yeah. no, because you threw a rock at a window. Yeah. And unless that person's house is on fire and you're trying to alert them of that, it's not a yeah. cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so just like Tori said, we we need to be receiving what Scripture is actually telling us instead of just looking at it as this rule book, which it is, <clears throat> but it's, it's, a, it's a rule book of love. Right. And so that's what we need to be following. Yeah. Amen. You ready to pray son out? I am. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this devotional. We thank you for these questions, Lord. We thank you that um, as we're walking through life and we're learning how to love and we're maturing on our views in different scenarios, Lord, we thank you for your Holy Spirit that is alive and active inside of us. Lord, would you give us the gifts of discernment as we um love people as we make decisions, Lord, as we figure out what love truly requires of us in relationships, Lord. We thank you that we get to do this with you, that we are not alone. Lord, would you um, just be magnified through our actions, how we live. Lord, we want to be set apart and different. We don't want to justify our actions, Lord. Um, We want to truly in everything we do bring you glory. And we can only do that if you are walking with us and helping us. So we pray these things in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. 
Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing into God. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Later, Gator.